What is going on, my fitness coaches? Welcome to another episode of the Change Lives, Make Money on the Trainer Podcast, and where we are going to kill your excuses, your justifications, and change your fucking life. Today is all about self-responsibility, guys. <laughs> we wanted to start this on a little bit of a lighter note because honestly, by the end of this podcast, you are either going to love us or you are going to hate us because today's subject is controversial in the aspect of, let's just call a spade a spade, our world is filled with fucking pussies. I want to start this with a story. Yeah. Um, and I need to breathe because it triggers me and it makes me very angry. Just, but, let, it, just let it out. Just let it out. I'm, just let it but out. if I go into ramble, I'm going to say a name. Just say it. No, just I can't. It. No, it's not. Let's good. call the name Karen. Okay, if your name is Karen. Okay, Karen. No, we're going to call it Sarah because Karen's my mom's name. So that's rude. Okay, if your name Sarah. is Sarah, we okay, apologize. Sarah. Um, not really. Sarah. Sarah and I had a conversation about six months ago and they got into a car crash. And the car crash, you know, they got T-boned. And obviously when you get T-boned, it's not fun. Sarah has three kids and financial situation isn't the best, but Sarah was working at a job to basically be able to pay for the bills. And, you know, she's got three kids, so she's got to put food on the table, gets T-boned. So obviously when you get T-boned, I, I, it sucks. And I get that you couldn't work for like, you know, a week or two, like that definitely makes sense to me. But Sarah's still able to walk around, move her body, you know, go take a pee, go fucking turn on Netflix when they need to. And we had this conversation six months ago. And so I had a conversation with Sarah recently. And the conversation was like, I can't work. And this was like six months ago. And I was like, what do you mean you can't work? She's like, well, the, the car crash. I'm like, the car crash was six fucking months ago. She's like, yeah, I still can't work. I'm like having a hard time, like moving around and moving my body. I'm like, it's been fucking six months and you have the energy to pick up the phone and call me. Mm. So if you have the energy to pick up the phone and fucking call me and walk to the fridge and get food every time you fucking need it, what do you mean you can't work? Well, you know, I can't work because I, I get into pain. So I'm on EI right now. I'm like, you have three fucking kids. Yep. You have three fucking kids that are literally relying on you. Yep. And by the way, I'm not trying to like shame anybody here, but Sarah is also really struggling with her fucking weight. And because she's really struggling with her fucking weight, two out of her three kids are like obese. Yo. And we're talking like 12 years old, nine years old. Two out of three kids are fucking obese because Sarah's struggling with her weight. She's saying that she can't work. And then obviously, like, unfortunately, her husband's playing into her pity party. And she's like, she's like, oh, yeah, the wife can't work. And like, I'm also having a really hard time finding work. And, you know, I'm transitioning jobs right now. And I'm like, what the fuck are we talking about here? I literally got to the point where I'm like, I can't even talk to you anymore because it makes me sick to my stomach that you could have three fucking kids, six months, make the excuse that you can't work, even saying the word can't makes you want to punch myself in the fucking face. Yeah. Like you can't work. You have three kids that are literally watching your way of behavior and modeling their perception of how to behave in the real world as an adult after you and you're making excuses that six months after your fucking car crash, you can't work when you can walk around the fucking house and go to the fridge and order fucking pizza and watch Netflix. Yeah, bro. What I like fuck? this entire subject gets me the most heated in the entire world. And I'm not even going to preface it by saying I'm not trying to shame you. Stop being a lazy fuck, period. I, it is embarrassing in every aspect of the word. And I was going to say the statement, but I got to fucking say where it came from because let's be real. He's the goat. Joe Rogan talked about this. He had an individual on his podcast and I don't know who the fucking woman was, the individual that was speaking to him. It was a very good episode, but there was a viral clip that happened to come out of that podcast. And she was talking about how somebody just couldn't exercise and Joe interrupted her. It was like, whoa, whoa, whoa what do you mean? Couldn't exercise. He's like, could she walk to the fucking fridge? Yes. If you can walk to the fucking fridge, then you can exercise and everybody should fucking exercise, period. You need to understand that you, if you can fucking move any part of your body, then you can exercise. 
way too many individuals on this planet are playing the pity party victim game. And then you bitch and complain that life does not accommodate you due to your choices in fucking life. I made a post yesterday and it was very simple. You are overweight due to your choices, not your genetics or your health problems. Now, again, I preface health problems because I know how to piss people off. And there's a lot of individuals on this planet that have very simple health problems that then they blame their entire obesity on and their children's obesity on and their entire life circumstance on, i.e. like this situation with Sarah is what we are calling her. All right, a health problem is usually what they call a car accident or an injury due to XYZ, and then they blame their entire life on that situation. Understand that right now, if you are overweight, if you are unhappy with your life, if you are broke, if you are struggling, it is due to your fucking choices. An individual commented on that post, and they said, absolutely not. What are you fucking talking about? There are multiple instances where obesity runs in the family. Pause. Obesity? Running in your family is due to parents teaching their children shitty fucking habits. Grow the fuck up. Ding. Your kid is not just going to be born obese and be obese because you're fucking obese. Just like your kid is not going to just be short if you're short. Grow the fuck up. Like, what the fuck are we talking about here? All right. Them embracing or getting a certain eye color or a certain height or a certain build muscular structure. All right. We can make an argument about that. Genetics in that way. Obesity, though, absolutely fucking not. I am going to speak on this because my entire family struggles for weight, and I've been super, super open about this and transparent. Yep. And I was also a fat fucking kid when I was growing up. And when I was 14 years old, I literally, I was- You're cute. No, I was fucking- Pinch your Whatever, bro. When I was 14 years old, I literally remember this moment like it was yesterday. 14 years old, I go into the bathroom, my man tits are fucking sagging, my belly's hanging out, I step on the scale, I'm 168 pounds- and I like looked down at the scale. I looked up at my own fat ass and I was like, I need to change my life. Now, how tall were you? Uh, I was like five, one, five, two. And again, like, how old are you? I was 14, bro. Boom. Realized 14, 14 years old. I literally made the decision. I do not want to be fucking overweight anymore, period. And then I started going for runs. And guys, I didn't even know what the fuck I was doing. Let's be honest. When you're 14 years old, like, you know how to lose weight. I literally just decided. I didn't want to be fat anymore. And then I started going for runs. This is the thing. You can spend your entire life telling the story that the reason that you're overweight is because of your genetics. You can spend your entire life saying that the reason that you're overweight is because life turned against you. You had an accident when you were 21 and you just haven't been the same since. But we all know that when you go to look at yourself in the mirror at the end of the day and you realize that you're overweight, Mm. that you're fucking lying to yourself. Mm. We all know what that voice sounds like when the second we open up our eyes in the morning and the first thought that creeps into our head before we can fucking lie to ourselves is like, you need to lose the weight. Mm. But then you bury it beneath years and years and years of justification, excuses and lies about how you just can't do it because your family's overweight, it's in your genetics and everyone's big boned. Then you hear a podcast like this and you're like, fuck those guys because we're just reflecting the truth that you already know. Dude, it's fucking hilarious. It's laughable. The same post where individuals are commenting below being like, fuck you, dude. All right, you don't understand the health problems that I've been through and the health problems that I've seen in the world and the genetics that I got from my parents and that's why I'm obese, et cetera. There are people commenting on that same post with massive paragraphs being like, guys, Cole's right. I was severely fucking obese. I was struggling with my weight. I was 300 pounds overweight, had all these fucking health problems, finally had to make a choice to push all the bullshit excuses to the side and take action in order to change my situation. And that is the entire preference of this shit. No matter what the fuck is going on in your life, 
I'm not saying it's not hard. Wake the fuck up. It's hard as shit to change your situation. You might be dealing with a fucking lot. You might be struggling, grinding, tearing your fucking fingernails into the ground to change your situation. But at the end of the day, it is still your choices that got you to where you want or where you are right now. And if you want to change, you're going to have to grind it out. Janelle Wheel. Yeah. Janelle Wheel, who's one of our coaches on our Million Dollar Mastermind Mama team. J. She is one of our, the people that works with us at PT Domination to help online coaches. Sister. Her story starts when she was 750 pounds. 750 pounds, Janelle Wheel was walking into her house with her kid. Mm-hmm. And a little bit of a different one. Yeah. She was pulling groceries out of the car, pulled her kid out of the vehicle, uh, put yeah. her kid down. Kid starts running towards the street into traffic. And when he runs in, transport's coming. And as the kid's about to run into the street where the transport's coming, the dog. The dog grabs the kid from the middle of traffic and Bro. saves her kid's life. Bro. And Janelle had fallen to the ground trying to run. And at 750 pounds, couldn't pick herself back up to save her own kid and was about to watch her kid get hit by a truck every time. And then in that moment, that was the moment that Janelle realized that she needed to change her fucking life. So at 750 pounds, Janelle wheel made a commitment that she was no longer willing to accept her bullshit excuses. She was no longer willing to accept lies from herself. She was no longer willing to accept being 750 pounds. So she started to change her life. And Janelle Wheel, I believe, has lost over 500 pounds over now. Over 500 now. Bro. Over 500 pounds now. Mm-hmm. Janelle's lost over 500 pounds. She's like one of my biggest inspirations in my entire life. I fucking love you, Janelle. If you do watch this, I love you so much. I appreciate having you in my life. I get goosebumps every time I talk about your story, hear your story, watch what you are doing on a continual basis. But the reason why we bring her up is because, again, she is what you guys should be looking at when it comes down to self-responsibility and responsibility in this fucking world. And I want to touch on something you said earlier, because you're like, I get that it's hard. I also get that it's hard. And like, let's go back to Sarah in the car accident. Like I get that you went through a car accident and that your body might not function at the same level that it used to. I completely understand that. That makes sense to me because you know, before the car accident, you could move freely and you could move easily and it was nice and it felt good. And now when you move, it's painful, but you still move to do the things that you need to do. Like, order a fucking pizza or turn on the fucking TV. So what I'm saying to you is that understanding that you're not where you used to be, but that doesn't mean that you need to stay where you are. And so where you are, it's like, how can I advance my situation just a little bit? Well, I might not be able to go to the gym like I used to, but I could go for a walk around the block. So every single day, I'm going to commit to a 20 to 30 minute walk around the block. If I have the fucking energy to walk to the fridge or walk to my fucking phone to order a pizza, I have the energy to walk around the block. So I'm going to do what I can do today to make my situation just a little bit better. That is self-responsibility. And I want to touch on something that Cole said again, because Cole said, like, I get that it's hard. It is hard to do the opposite of what your body's telling you to do. Because when you're overweight, you just want to sit on the fucking couch. You just want to watch TV. You just want to eat more candy. You just want to eat more pizza. I get that. So you literally, in order to change your situation and lose weight and transform your life, you have to do the opposite of what your body's telling you to do. You have to go for a walk when you'd rather stay on the couch. You have to eat fucking carrots when you'd rather eat candy. I get that. But that is how you make progress. And that is how you make change. And that is how you start accepting ownership of your life. And you might not even think that's important because I feel like people that are not self-responsible don't give a fuck about themselves. It's true because I didn't. Right when I was a drug addict, I literally like I was burning my life to the ground and I didn't care about anybody else around me. And it wasn't until I realized that me having no self-responsibility was negatively impacting the people around me. That is when I started to change my life. As an example, when I was a drug addict, 
it might not have been affecting, you know, I didn't really care about myself, but my grandma who literally raised me since I was eight years old when my mom kicked me out, my grandma was literally letting me be a drug addict sleeping on her fucking couch because my car got repossessed. I got kicked out of my house and I was watching her literally break because I was an addict. I was watching her sitting on the couch at three o'clock in the morning every single day when I got home, waiting for me to get home, making sure that I was okay. And watching how my lack of responsibility was affecting my grandmother made me realize that I needed to change my fucking life. I want to talk to you parents for a second. The reason it triggers me so much when people are overweight and they have quote unquote health problems, quote unquote, they can't fucking work, quote unquote, they're overweight because of a car crash or whatever the fuck reason you make for yourself. Your kids are literally watching your example. Your kids are literally mirrors of you. I had another parent who came up to me and they're like, oh, like recently I can't send my kid like, they're acting up. They're not doing well in school. They're overweight. They're struggling. I'm like, you can't stand your fucking kid. You raised it. The kid is a mirror of you. The kid you. is a mirror of you. It's a mirror of all the things that you never fucking fixed in yourself. Yes. And so now you're responsible for a child who's watching you yes. and your model of the world and like developing their character traits, their insecurities, their self-doubt, their fear from you, the mom or the dad that's making the decision to not change your life because they can't. Mm, bro, you went off. I That's like that. what fucking pisses me off. It's so true. Like, there's so many different things that we could pivot on and go through and break down. And like, fuck, I don't even know where to start with the breakdown of it. Guys, this is a subject that gets me like red hot in the fucking face. I get so mad and frustrated and annoyed because I grew up with this. I grew up with the fucking individual who had something happen when they were younger and said they could never work on themselves and said they could never better their lives and said they could never make money for the family and said they could never take responsibility for their actions due to the pain that they are currently dealing with. But then I visibly watched them binge eat food and spend money on dumb shit and walk around and do whatever the fuck they wanted other than what they needed to do to better their situation and their family's situation. That entire breakdown of like, if you can walk to the fucking fridge, you can exercise and everybody should exercise is the truth that a lot of you guys don't want to fucking hear because the story is too hard for you to give up. The story that you've repeated to yourself every single fucking day for the last 5, 10, 15, 20 years has become your biography. So if you give up that story, you don't understand who you fucking are. It's extremely hard for you to look in the mirror and tell yourself, you know what? Everything that I've been saying to myself for the last decade is bullshit. And you know why you can't give it up? Because giving that up would mean that your entire life was a fucking lie and that is terrifying to you. That entire parent preference, bro, is something that like it hits home in the aspect of I've experienced it from the view of a kid and I've experienced it from a view of a bystander. And I refuse to allow myself to ever reach that fucking point in any aspect of the word. It's one of the reasons why I was terrified to become a, become a parent. When me and Julia first talked about fucking becoming parents, I was extremely scared of the old me shining through and me pushing that person into who my son is going to become me molding my son into who I never wanted him to be. It's fucking terrifying to me because what Brian just said is fucking true. And a lot of you parents need to understand it. Now, I want to give the flip side story before I go into the parent view. You said that you changed because you saw what it was doing to your grandma. Yep. You see, I'm going to give the other side. I changed because I saw what it was, what it was doing to myself. I didn't, have, I had nobody when I changed nobody. Yeah, I was living with my brother at the time and I was couch surfing here to there. Yeah, I was living with my sister at the time and I was couch surfing here and there. But let's be real. Like, 
it's transparent. I've told it before. I still love my older brother. I still love my older sister. But when I left my sister's house, she fucking blacked out, lost her goddamn mind on me. Me and her had a massive fucking fight. When I met Julia and I left my brother's house, he fucking blacked out, snapped, lost his mind on me, threw all my shit on the fucking street. So it wasn't like I really had people to fucking rely on. When I quit Percocets, I did it because I looked in the mirror one day and was like, you are becoming the fucking loser that you never wanted to become, motherfucker. If you don't change your act up, you're going to be that 70-year-old ironworker across the fucking way right now, having gout in his feet, not being able to fucking walk, hating his fucking life, making $5,000 a month. Do you want that to be reality? And I had a fucking come to Jesus moment of fuck no. Fuck no. I grew up around losers and drug addicts and alcoholics and fucking pity party bitches my entire fucking life. And I reached a point where I was like, if I don't change it up, I'm going to be that person. So I finally made a fucking change. And now I'm killing it. Now I'm a new father. I literally wrote a post this morning and I haven't made the post yet, but I'll break it down right now. I wrote it in the title of the post. I'm laying in bed with Cade and it is everything I do is for you. I couldn't imagine going to the fucking store and not being able to buy you something. I couldn't imagine going to a fucking theme park and not being able to get on the rides with you. I couldn't imagine being able to not being able to go to the park and run around with you. What the fuck is going on in today's world that so many parents just chalk it up to? That's how life is. My kids can't play with me. I couldn't imagine that shit. That's why every single fucking day I grind my ass off to make my body better and my financial situation better and our lifestyle better because I never want to tell him no. Where so many of you guys have just chalked it up to life is hard our kids shouldn't want shit fuck right that, bro it, it everything bothers. i fucking do for is for that yeah, kid that's fucking deep that like bothers me this whole like life is hard thing because then you parents say the same shit to your fucking kids and life is hard i get it no shit i think it was fucking easy for me to go from a trailer to a two million dollar home you think it was easy for fucking Wes Watson to do 10 years in fucking prison and then change his life around? You think it was easy for Bedros Kulian to come from another fucking country and build a multi 10 figure fucking business? No, but they did it. Stop fucking bitching like little pussies and take responsibility for your fucking actions, especially if you have kids. If you don't have kids, go look yourself in the fucking mirror and realize that you are giving up on the life that you as a kid wanted. And if you have kids, grind harder for them. Because I'm going to say it again, because I don't think it's sunk in for a lot of you fucking parents. When I look at my baby boy, my six-month-old son, I could not imagine going to a theme park and having to send him on a ride with someone else. Oh, I can't fit. I can't get on the fucking ride. I couldn't imagine going to the park and be like, go run around, son, doing 10 minutes of activity and being like, I just can't do it anymore. Fucking fat fucks. Going to the store and being like, nope. Nope, nope, money doesn't grow on trees. You can't have that. You can't have that. You can't have that. Let's go to Goodwill, homie. There's no fucking way, dude. It like gives, it fucks my core up because I've experienced it and I've seen people experience it and I've watched people go through that shit and it makes me angry and I don't know why it doesn't make you guys angry. Every single individual listening to this right fucking now has the power to change their situation and their friend's situation and their children's situation and everybody around them. But you guys just choose to just give up. Like life's just not going to get any better. That your hundred years on this planet is just meant to be fucking shitty when it's not. You just got to make the fucking choice. Fuck, this shit makes me mad, bro. <laughs> makes me so angry. I wish I could describe it with another word, but anger is the yeah. only word that I can describe it with. Just wanted to take a quick minute to say, I want to change your life. 
If you're listening to this podcast, then you know that I have what it takes to help you grow a successful online coaching business. So go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. I'll reach out to you and we'll talk about what your biggest struggle is. We'll talk about what your goals are for your online coaching business. And I'll give you some guidance and a game plan for what to do next. Again, go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients and I'll reach out to you to see if I can help. Now let's get back to today's episode. I feel you. If I think about the way that I approach life, I almost like I was talking to Kirsten about this the other day. I almost feel like when I used to have conversations with people that were complaining about their situation, complaining about how shit's not working, you know, complaining about their fucking car crash, complaining about how they can't find a job, complaining about how the lawyer fucked them over, complaining about this, complaining about that, complaining about this. Like I almost used to just listen and just be like, "Mm, okay. And just like almost hold my tongue and hold my opinion because I didn't want to offend anybody but I realized that I was actually doing them a disservice. And I realized why I keep my fucking circle so small. (laughs) And the reason that I keep my circle so fucking small is because like, I don't tolerate that kind of behavior from myself. Like I don't allow myself to complain about the government or the taxes or whatever the fuck for too long. I like, I realize that it's happening and then I nip it in the ass and all the people that I surround myself with do not allow that type of behavior as well. But unfortunately, A lot of people would rather complain about their situation, complain about being overweight, complain about being broke, complain about the government, complain about the relationship, because that saying the words out of your mouth about how it's hard is a lot fucking easier to get validation for those feelings than it is to get validation for those feelings by doing the fucking work to change your situation. Because guess what? When you complain about your weight, you complain about the car crash, your friends are going to pat you on the back and they're going to be like, it's okay. You know, you had your car crash. It's understandable why you put on fucking 50 pounds. It's all right. I understand why you can't work. It's okay. Right. I get it. And that feels good. And so then you feel almost like a little bit of solace from that pain. You feel almost like a little bit comforted about the pain that you're experiencing. You feel almost like good because you can talk about it and you can vent about it. You can get support from it. And that's what this woke culture bullshit is all about, by the way. Let's all fucking be insecure and be anxious and be depressed and be (laughs) overweight and be broke. And let's all support each other being fucking broke. And let's, let's cancel anybody that goes against our narrative of being fucking fat, overweight, and broke. That's what this woke culture shit is. You know what I like to do with my pain? I like to work with my pain. And so when I feel the pain of being overweight, I feel the pain of struggling with my body image. I feel the pain of my anxiety. I feel the pain of my frustration. I feel the pain of my financial situation. I channel that and I use that to start working towards my goals. Yeah, bro. But here's the hard part about that is like when you're channeling your pain to work towards your goals, nobody's patting you on the back for it. Nobody's like, yo, good job. I see you working on yourself. Yo, good job. It's awesome that you're fucking eating that healthy food. It's awesome that you're posting on social media. It's awesome that you're doing better for yourself. In fact, most people are actually bashing you for it. Yes. I was just going to fucking They're say actually that. bashing you for it. They're flipping They're it. They're bashing you. They're like, who the fuck do you think you are fucking eating under your healthy meal prep containers? Or who do you think you are going to the gym? You're better than me? Or not even bashing. They just try to flip the script to make themselves feel better because they gave up on that journey and they don't want you to do better so they're like dude just take a break relax you just had an accident relax you just had an accident you don't need to be going to the gym as much what do you mean it's yeah. it's christmas yeah it's new year's yeah, it's yeah. summer chill, chill. and so you get you get hated on for working on yourself you get hated on for bettering your life situation nobody's giving you validation for the work that you're putting in and it's just you yourself in the fucking dark putting in the work grinding to make your dreams become a reality and that is such a long process 
It's the longest. It, because, it never like, stops. Because losing weight, like if you got 50 pounds to lose and you start going for fucking daily walks to try to lose that 50 pounds, you ain't going to lose it for like fucking a year, homie. Especially with that work ethic. But then most people, what they do is like, let's say they're in pain. I'm 50 pounds overweight and I need to change my situation. What they do is they're like, okay, like I listen to Brian and Cole and even though they're fucking assholes, I'm going to start going for walks every <laughs> single day. So you start going for a walk every single day. And then after a week, when you haven't lost a fucking pound, you start Googling. How do I lose 20 pounds in one fucking week? And then you find this like snake diet where you literally, all you consume is fucking liquid. So you consume liquid for like two weeks. You're like, holy shit, I lost 10 pounds. I'm such a fucking goat. Then you eat a pizza, you gain 20 pounds back and you're right back where you fucking started. That's it. Because you keep looking for fucking shortcuts. I don't want to be in pain anymore. I don't want to be in pain anymore. So I listen to Brian and Cole and I don't want to be in pain. So what's the quickest possible fucking solution for me to get me out of my pain? No, no, that's not it. The quickest possible solution for you to get out of your pain is to fucking embrace it. Yeah, bro. And understand that pain is a part of the process. You always feel pain. I always feel pain. I feel pain on a fucking day-to-day basis. Every single day I wake up and I have anxiety. That's why I fucking meditate every single day. Every single day I wake up and I battle with my demons of fearing that I'm going to fail at pizza domination, fearing that I'm not going to be a good enough leader, fearing that somebody else is going to come and eat my lunch. I deal with those demons every fucking day. Yep. I deal with the demons of people. I literally, I think I told you about this, but I got my car back and I went to the fucking gas station. And as soon as I got out of my car, as soon as I got out of my Some car kid. at the gas station, right when I get back from my vacation, somebody yells at the top of their lungs, did you wreck that fucking Lambo? I deal with this shit every fucking day, but I don't get my validation by bitching about my fucking situation. I don't want sympathy from you for my pain. I want you to see my success when I'm done putting in the work and I want you to be like, yo, that guy's fucking doing it. That's what I do with my pain. I embrace my pain. I channel my pain. I choose to use that pain of every single situation that comes my way and use it towards my success. Where you, where as soon as you have a little bit of adversity, you use that fucking adversity to throw in the fucking towel and raise a white flag. Yeah, bro. And it happens for the rest of your fucking life. And you bitch and complain for the rest of your fucking life. Because guess what? On the journey to success, on the journey of actual personal development, leveling up into the individual you want to become, you need to understand two things. Number one, the journey never fucking ends, ever. The only time the journey of personal development ends is when you fucking die. That's it. And a lot of you guys aren't willing to actually embrace the fact that personal development is until right now, until the day that you get fucking dirt poured on top of you, or they throw you in that fucking oven. That is literally it. It's how it fucking goes. You guys see that, you get so overwhelmed, and you're like, I would rather just have this simple cherry fucking top life because you only have one yolo so i might as well just fucking drink my life away or eat my life away or not do fucking anything because it intimidates you and second again there's another thing that is guaranteed life is gonna punch you in the motherfucking face eric thomas said this he said you're gonna get punched in the face by fucking life and you're gonna hit the ground but it is your problem it is your responsibility to get the fuck back up all right i'm not saying that you're not gonna get punched in the face and i'm not saying that life isn't gonna fucking hurt you but if you don't get up after a year, that's your fucking fault. If I come back 10 years later and you're still on the fucking ground, that is your fault, period. Life doesn't care. Rent doesn't care. Personal development doesn't care. Your kids don't fucking care what happened to you 10 fucking years ago. If you are still on the ground from something that happened to you 10, 15, 20 years ago, that is your fault. No one else is. Nothing else is to blame. Take responsibility for your fucking actions if you want a better life. If you want to look better in the mirror, if you want to feel better physically, if you want to feel better mentally, if you want a better financial situation, it comes down to you being integral with your fucking word and taking responsibility for your actions every day, seven days a week, 52 weeks a year, 365 days, no matter what.
I have a fucking self-analysis I want everyone to do, all right? I'm going to talk about health, wealth, and relationships. I want you to go look at yourself in the mirror and look at your fucking body and ask yourself this question. Am I doing every single thing every single day that I can possibly do to make sure that my body is in a healthy, positive, and optimal state? Does not mean jacked. Healthy, healthy positive, positive optimal. and optimal. Whatever that fucking looks like for you. Are you actually doing everything that you possibly can every single day to make sure that your body is in a good, positive, optimal state? Yes or no, period. Are you doing your very best with your body? Go look at yourself in the fucking mirror. Then what I want you to do is I want you to pull out your fucking iPhone or Apple Android if you're a dork. And I want you to go to your CIBC fucking bank. And I want you to look and I want your, whatever bank you use. And I want you to ask yourself the question, the amount of money that's in my bank right now, am I actually doing every fucking single thing that I can yeah. every single day to level up my skill set, to level up my mindset, to level up my ability to make more money so that I can have a bigger impact on the world? Because let's be fucking honest, money matters. You don't think money matters? Then try to use your fucking feelings to buy your next house. Try and use your feelings to pay for rent or food. So are you doing every single thing, every single day that you can possibly fucking do to level up your skill set, your mindset, your ability to make more money? Yes or no? Then I want you to go look at your significant other in the fucking eye or look at a picture of your significant other on fucking Facebook if they're not with you and ask yourself this question. Are you actually being the best possible partner that you can be for your significant other? Are you showing up as your very best? Are you showing up with energy, passion, intensity, enthusiasm to your relationship? And by the way, notice how all of these things kind of like go in sync, yes, right? Because if you're flat fucking broke, you think you're doing your very best to show up for your significant other, you're fucking baked. Or your body. Or your body, right? You think you're doing your very best to show up for your significant other, you got zero dollars in the fucking bank? Are you kidding me? You're not able to take your significant other on a vacation or out to dinner for anything other than McDonald's? It's a fucking joke. You're not doing your very best. Your body's not in optimal shape. Think about your relationships, okay? Your body's not in optimal shape. You think you're going to do your very best showing up as for your kids or your wife when you have intimate connections with her and intimate relationship with her? Are you fucking joking me? Nope. You're going to be thinking about your body the entire time. We talk about this. If you guys do not take care of yourself, you will not be present in any situation. You'll be picking at that shirt. You'll be looking at your own body. It'll take you 17 different outfits before you even leave the fucking house because you're so insecure on how you fucking look. And that's self-responsibility. Yep. It's like everything in your fucking life you created. Everything. All of it. I'm to the level where like, I get life is hard sometimes and sometimes it fucking smacks you. And I get that. But even when you get fucking smacked, you got to take that smack and you got to ask yourself, what am I going to do with this? And how am I going to improve my situation based on the situation? Yes, I bro. get it. Sometimes life fucking hits us. Yes. You get punched in the face. You get kicked in the nuts or whatever happens to girls, right? So I get it. <laughs> it's fucking hard. Girls don't have balls. So they don't get kicked in the nuts. But what I'm saying to you is when you get smacked, when you get kicked, when you get hit, what you do with it is your fucking responsibility. Yeah, bro. Also, like, let's break it down. A lot of you guys need to also start taking responsibility for how you affected current situations, all right? You might look at your relationship based off of what Brian just told you to do, and you might be like, well, like, they're not showing up. They're not doing X, Y, Z. They're not showing up. It's exactly. Change it up. Guys, I take responsibility for everything. Let's say Daniel drops the ball, all right? He's videotaping right now. Daniel, say hello. All right? I look at myself and I'm like, what did I do wrong? What did I fucking do? How can I show up as a better leader to direct him to make sure that he succeeds and I succeed? Let's say that Cade feels a certain way. What did I do wrong? Let's say that Julia feels a certain way. What did I do wrong? Let's say Brian feels a certain way. What did I do wrong? I take responsibility for fucking everything because I don't know about you guys, but I don't like feeling like I don't have power. And when you start to play the blame game, 
you lose your power. It's gone. Vanishes. Because then you can't do anything as soon as you place blame on somebody else. Where the world has a tendency to blame everything else. As soon as something goes wrong, everybody instantly is like, well, I didn't do it. They did 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 it. Everybody just gets super quiet. They shut down. They don't want to fucking take responsibility. Where I take responsibility for fucking everything, even if it's not my fucking fault. Because if I can take responsibility, then I might be able to change it. I might be able to do something to better it in the future, and I might be able to better my own fucking life. Responsibility, integrity, start showing the fuck up for yourself if you want to live a better financial life, a better physical life, a better emotional life, and way more. Or don't. Yeah. Or don't. Or turn off this podcast and re- tell me to go fuck myself. We're fucking dickheads, and that we just did the rudest thing ever, and that we're so selfish, and we must be narcissistic and oh, machinistic. You know, funny. whatever the fuck other words you guys want to use. You, you know what's funny about this? Talking about fucking misogynistic and fucking rude and all this other stuff. You know, yeah. Jordan Peterson's coming to town. Yeah, you know that might be canceled. Why? Because uh, there's individuals who are following him around, protesting all of his rallies and protesting all of his conversations and fucking concerts. So in Kelowna, they might throw a massive protest to try to attack and belittle Jordan Peterson. So they might cancel his fucking thing. No way. Yep. That's and again, because a bunch of individuals don't like the culture, don't like the truth that he is spitting, don't like the actual facts that he is spitting, and they don't want to take responsibility. So they would rather just go there and protest. Why don't you just instead of protest, go to the fucking gym and work on your body? <laughs> Why, instead of protests, you just go and work on your own fucking life? You notice one of the biggest things that I say, and I'm just going to say this because I feel like pissing people off in the same aspect, like 90% of the individuals that are in these rallies protesting and bitching and attacking individuals with the woke agenda or calling individuals misogynistics and all this other stuff are, for lack of a better term, just gross, overweight, obese, struggling with their fucking personal hygiene and not working on themselves at all. Usually the individuals who are loudest don't work on themselves at all because they'd rather attack rather than take responsibility for their actions. Just saying. That sucks that Jordan Peterson might get canceled. Yep. I love that guy. I know. I want to go. I got like front row seats. Yep. <laughs> Very bad. Yeah. And if uh, I tell you right now, if there's a protest outside, Daniel, we're going to be filming some content. Buckle up. Punch me in the face. Shit's going to go down. Last time we did one, they, they a bunch of them attacked a fucking speaker at his thing. No way. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. That is crazy, man. Told y'all we're gonna be talking some, about some more in-depth stuff on the Wake Up with the Wolf podcast because your meta keeps taking down my shit. Yeah, it's it sucks, man. I think the way that the world is going right now is like it's actually embarrassing. It really is. I'm gonna say it because I think it's fucked up. So I think it it is super fucked up how you know we're talking about. I don't know if you heard the story, but there was a, a kid that went to school and uh, he was. You have heard the story. We talked about it. It's a kid that went to school and he had. He's like told his teachers he like feels like he wants to be a girl. And so at school this kid that told his teachers that he feels like he wants to be a girl dressed him up like a fucking girl and changed sent, his name and changed his name and sent him home in high heels and a fucking dress so he goes up to his dad and he's like ah dad i'm a fucking girl and the dad like absolutely lost it on the school and was like what the fuck like, by the this way is this son. kid is younger than 10 years old yeah so younger than 10 years old and like teachers are like oh you want to be a girl fucking go ahead i'm gonna dress you up like a fucking girl sends his kid home as a girl yeah. his dad loses his fucking mind and so I think it's super funny because the reason that people hate Jordan Peterson is because Jordan Peterson is obviously speaking up against this stuff. And I honestly feel a certain way about this stuff too. So let's fucking talk about you it. Want to do a podcast on it? I'm going to talk about it right fucking now. All right, bet. Because like, I think it is super fucked up how, you know, we tell our kids, if you're under 18 or 19 in BC, you can't drink and you can't get a tattoo without parental consent. You can't so, do anything. You can't those, drink. You can't go to the bars. You can't smoke weed because it's legal in Canada. You can't, you can't get a tattoo. You can't do nothing. anything without parental consent can't. because being under 19, you are not 
fully capable of making the decisions of like like adult behavior your that brain have, hasn't developed have the potential to literally change your life your brain hasn't fully developed the ability to be able to make decisions like that however we are now allowing as a culture and a society if you are under 18 and you want to get your fucking penis snipped off under 18 go ahead so so wait oh. so you're telling me if i'm under 18 and i feel like a fucking girl i can just go get my penis snipped off because i had these feelings that i want to be a girl and i don't have to tell mommy or daddy but I have to get consent to fucking drink alcohol or get a tattoo on my body. But there's no consent for alcohol. You're not allowed. No consent. There's Sorry. No consent. You're just not allowed. You're not allowed, bro. It, it, like, listen, we can spill a fucking tea on this. I can talk about this shit for an entire hour, but I'll touch on it right now. Our world has reached a point where everything is accepted due to the fact that nobody wants to offend other individuals. And it's one of the reasons why when I first had my son, I made a very, very quick decision that he will never be put in regular public school and more which honestly breaks my heart because I love public school. Even though there was a lot of crazy things that happened that I fucking hated, it helped me become more social. It helped me build a lot of relationships. The public school that we went to is not existent anymore. I agree. It's not fucking here. I spoke to a couple parents in Kelowna and there's some fucked up shit going on. Like again, the gender neutral bathrooms, I understand why they're implementing them, but individuals don't understand what the children are doing in them, fucking in them, doing drugs in them, drinking in them. And it's right in front of their face, but teachers are not allowed in to see it personally. Secondly, there's just so many random things going on. Dude. Like the breakdown that Brian said, the furry babies. Did you hear about that? What? There's a thing called furries in Kelowna where kids under the age of fucking 15 are dressing up and identifying as animals. And they put a litter box in the bathroom for them to go to the Get bathroom. Get the in. fuck out of here. Ryan told me this. And it's an actual thing. Oh so like God. it's our world has reached this a is point. Fucked, bro. Our world has reached a point yeah. where so many individuals are number one, not taking responsibility for their actions and living a life of obesity and just toxicity and negativity and anger and then attacking the individuals that are Speak like up. what the fuck is going on yeah this is absolutely fucked up there's an another thing so in calgary alberta this is a fucking thing all right in calgary alberta if you are a man and you have a fucking beard and you identify as a woman you can walk into the women's bathroom and take a piss yeah bro and nobody's allowed to say anything to you and listen. it's a fucking law by the way in calgary look it up in calgary alberta if you are a dude that has a dick and has a beard you're allowed to walk into a woman's washroom and take a piss now and, and nobody can stop you. And it has nothing to do with the fucking trans movement or anything. It like the reason why this frustrates us is due to the fact that it's just coming out of nowhere. And again, if an individual speaks on it, they get attacked because they have a certain belief, dude. And which doesn't make sense to me. This is, it doesn't make sense. the entire movement is based off of just having Spe a belief, speaking your mind and yes. having a voice. But I think that like, and we're talking about self-responsibility, right? So like, this movement where this like movement that people are starting and I get it, like speak your voice, have your truth, whatever, but they're all in our fucking faces about their opinion. It's like, this is the narrative. And one person like Jordan Peterson speaks up against it. Trans yeah. Phobic. Hates Fat fucking phobic. everyone. Hates fucking everyone. Blah, 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 blah. It's like, bro, like people are allowed to have opinions, but this is why, this is why so many people are afraid to speak their fucking mind and say the fucking, say what's on their fucking heart. Yeah, bro. Say what's like, speak their truth. And this is why I've honestly had a hard time speaking my truth to be completely honest and i know i mean you've talked about bro. this, because it's like i almost like wanted to not go against the narrative or go against what everybody was thinking because i didn't want to offend people but like i have an opinion about this i don't fucking like it and i honestly like me and Haley have conversations like frequently and i'm like i have to talk to her about like the shit that's going on and i'm like yo like you don't have to associate or identify with this stuff because like this is not how the fucking real world is. We are going to do a full podcast on this because the fact that B actually wants to talk about it makes me excited because this is something that I've wanted to talk about for a while. 
as you guys know, again, I talked about sharing more on my podcast due to the fact that Meta keeps removing my videos, i.e. I've done two videos now on the woke movement and how I think it's a fucking joke in the entire aspect of, again, individuals will have an opinion, they share it, they are allowed, but if an individual goes against it, they get attacked and belittled and aggressively, all right, mauled. There was a woman who did a conference and spoke about how she didn't like how men, trans men were in sports because she got fucking whooped by that swimmer. Yeah. And there was a trans man, all right, six foot two man who identifies as a woman beat the fuck out of her. And there's so much that I could break down. I spoke about body positivity in the past and how it's you need to take responsibility taking down my meta and more. There's so much that is going on in schools and different things that you guys don't understand about that we need to actually have a conversation on, i.e. like kids under the age of 10 now are now being taught how to masturbate in sex ed in elementary schools. What? Yep. And they actually have visual books and breakdowns and they show you like how to diddle yourself as a fucking man and a woman. Bro, (laughs) there's so much shit to talk about. There's tea that we could break down. We got some shit to talk about. We're not going to talk about it. We'll do a full one on that. If you guys would like to hear it, let us fucking know. If you agree with everything that we broke down on this podcast, share it to your Instagram story and take Brian and myself. If you hate us after this podcast, I want to remind you of one thing, of one thing and one thing only. All right. The mirror shows you everything that you are insecure about yourself. And what we did is just held on up to your face. I didn't make you overweight. Your parents didn't make you overweight. The government didn't make you overweight. Somebody commented on the post I talked about earlier, and they said, the world sucks because the government is consistently popping up fast food restaurants, which is causing individuals to gain weight. Pause. No, they're not. You're going there to eat. We eat fast food. I ain't fucking 370 pounds because I know how to fucking portion control, and you don't. Take responsibility. Go look in the fucking mirror and understand that what it's doing right now is showing you the colors that you've been avoiding. That's it. Boom. You're going to be hearing more shit like this, like where we're actually spilling our actual opinion. And because I feel like not enough people fucking share their actual opinions. So yeah. get ready for the actual opinions. Peace. Peace. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. Hopefully you got some value. If you did and you want to learn more about how me and my team can help you scale your online fitness business to $10,000 a month, DM me 10K on Instagram at TheRealBrianMark for more information and I'll reach out to you to see if I can help you grow an online coaching business.